0: Hey everyone, my name is Sarah Tillamont and welcome to Her Ascension Story, the podcast that proves the world is transformed by every hero's personal adventure. Here we talk about the real and the raw things that make up life and what it really is. It's the authentic things that should be talked about more, and I'm talking people's stories from around the world that we can all see ourselves reflected in yoga, sex, consciousness, healing, the hard parts about life, and so much more. My hope is that you get inspired here to go deeper on your personal path. And if you like this stuff and you want to go deeper together, be sure to check me out on Instagram at Her Ascension Story. Thank you so much for being here. Let's dive in. Welcome back, everyone. Today is the second episode of season four that we are talking about Starseeds. If you missed the very first episode, then totally go back and listen to it. If you are interested in anything Starseeds, then you will totally love it. Um, And today we're going to dive in a little bit deeper, um, deeper into really the archetypes of how Starseeds can embody more of their roles. And so... We announced in the first episode that Ashley Delphine, who is with me today, um, we're starting this Starseed School of Remembering and it's going to be a beautiful seven week program where we dive into the archetypes. And it really is just all about discovering and answering the big questions of who am I and why am I here? So (laughs) just stick around for more of the information as we go through these archetypes in the next four episodes. Um, and so this course is really built on these archetypes and these archetypes are actually our pillars for the course. And so the very first one that we're going to be talking about today is the healer archetype. Um, and this relates to our first pillar, which is empowered embodiment in healing. So experiencing healing and shifting on all levels and densities on earth as a star soul. So um, it's just going to be so exciting. I know a lot of people out there can resonate with this as being empaths and just having this natural healing um, gift and and energy. And so um, this archetype really just embodies that essence to me in my own definition of having this healing role Um, as a soul and so you don't have to even embody this archetype from the lineages and the star nations that we'll be talking about um, in this episode but this can still make sense to you and you can still use this knowledge to help you be more of the purpose that you um, are here to be so um, Ashley I'm going to hand it off to you because this is your forte.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome Uh, so archetypal energy in general can mean different things to different people. The way that I see archetypal energy is really about like an original pattern or something that really leads us in our life. It's an overarching theme that is kind of the basis of everything that we do. Star nations to me are like the iterations of our, the archetypes. So they are literally kind of like the family tree that comes from the, this overarching theme. So we're talk about today with the healers. All of the different star nations who embody that healing archetype and the ones that are as star seeds who have come here, are they're the ones who actually are here doing the work of healers. Now, every other archetype can do healing work, but they the ones we're talking about today really embody these even more because that's kind of their mission here. They're here to help um, bring us back into the heart space and help us heal in those ways. So I kind of think of star seeds as kind of really the roots That have grown from these star lineages we are literally the boots on the ground the ones who are here doing the work and it's just a really beautiful thing to think of the lineage that comes through the archetypal energy through the star nation and into us here that we are here really showing up and honoring our lineage by working in this archetype so being the one we're talking about today like this of the healers so healers really, really embody that natural healing energy. Um, everyone kind of their, their soul and their energetic signature actually carries a natural healing because we're literally pure energy, but these people are doing it in the work that they are working in. So this could actually be things um, like for a job, you could be a social worker. You could be an energy healer. You could be a therapist. You could be a coach. Um, you could be a doctor, you could do anything basically that brings healing in some way to other people. It doesn't have to just be physical healing. We're going to look through all four densities, which are the physical, the mental, the emotional and spiritual levels through all of this and really help to braid and combine all of these so that we're showing up fully in the way that we're supposed to in this life. So we're going to jump into um, each of the different healer energies. Is there anything else that you want to add, Sarah, before I keep going?
0: Yeah, I think it's really important to note it, um, notice that we're not just here to heal people, but also healing the earth. And so you might even be called to environmental um, projects or services. Um you know it's not just all spiritual here as we're going to talk about we're i mean as star signs you, you really just naturally blend spirit and science together and so you can be in scientific roles like doctors or actual marine biologists or or whatever um it's just you're like you said it's no matter how you're doing it you're just naturally bringing this healing energy to earth for for all
1: yeah And also the whole point of healing here is to heal ourselves in reality. Um, We really can't be holding, we can hold space for other people while we're still healing. That's totally fine, but healing yourself is the main purpose of all of this. And from that healed space or healing space, you are then showing other people an example of how they can also do the same thing. It's literally being the purpose. You are being a healing just by, by living and surviving and doing the things that you're doing for your life. So that's one of the really exciting things about a, this archetype in general, um, is that you were able to show up in your whole self, which we do every day. I don't believe that anyone is broken or pieced. We are all showing up in our whole selves and embodying the energy from these archetypes, whether you are part of them or not, is going to be creating more healing energy and vibrating that out into the world, which is literally what we need with the way the world is right now. So the more people that are connecting into this archetypal energy, the more we have these beautiful little spots of healing and the more spots of healing we have, the more we can blanket the entire earth, ourselves and other people in that want to dive deeper and heal the deeper parts of ourselves. So I think the healers are really, really awesome. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Um, So we're going to go through um, six different star nations that are part of the healer archetype. Um, And we're going to start first with the Venusians. So the Venusians, we call the lovers because they are literally the, um, people that are embodying love energy here. That's what they bring from Venus. If you think of the concept of divine feminine, divine masculine, Venusians are very divine feminine energy. Um, they actually embody that even on their planet, uh, even the ones that are the, the beings that are born male still embody very divine feminine aspects. They just, that's the way that they are. So coming into earth, being the lovers they are here to teach love, to understand love and love to me and my work is literally the basis of everything in my Reiki practice. I am working with divine love. I'm like, that, that's literally what life force energy to me is. That's what love is. Mm-hmm. So to me, the lovers and the Venusians are bringing that energy here for us today. So the next, um, type of star nation that was in the healers, uh, is the Hadarians. So the Hadarians are called the wounded healers. Because they come into different incarnations um, in one of two different ways. They can either be a free Hadarian or they can be a caged Hadarian. Now, a caged Hadarian basically has been someone who has been told that they no longer have access to the divine love of the universe, and that's the whole purpose of the Hadarian um, Star Nation is to send love into the world and send healing to where it needs to go. So, being a wounded healer coming into this lifetime, um, a lot of them that are coming in are wounded or caged and. Um, it's, I've only met a few free Hadarians I've mostly met caged and they're having to learn the lessons of how to understand unconditional love and bring that healing into their experience. Because as we know on earth, love seems to be conditional here. And we're really trying to embody and exchange and, um, hold and receive that love and, and know what we are worth in those moments and healing those pieces of ourselves is a big part of that
0: yeah definitely and going off of that as you mentioned it's love is that life force energy love is source if we think of emotions as frequency which it is um, you have fear, which is the most dense. And and oftentimes in the spiritual community, you see this duality of fear and love. And it's because they are opposite ends of the spectrum. And so fear is is the opposite of, of consciousness you could see because you, in fear, you get stuck and you see those illusions um, and that wounding, really. Um, and then the love is that source is, is truth with a capital T, you know. So do you feel like, the Hadarians and the Venusians um or Venusians, do you feel like they have a lot of lessons around not just relationships but all aspects of divine love, like having compassion and forgiveness and understanding others? Yes,
1: completely. Because Hadarians, for example, they literally the cage Hadarians were placed into that because of fear. They were basically, it was a, a group of people that came in and through fear and propaganda, they basically made them believe that they no longer had access to the love that they were supposed to innately have as part of their experience. And coming into this place, showing love to all things, compassion for self, compassion for earth, compassion for plants and animals can be a big part of Hadarians and Venusians and really showing up in spaces to where uh, everything is equal and everything is worth love and worthy of love and that no one is separate from those things. Um, so yeah, those are big, definitely um, healing teachers, I guess, in that way, um, where they're showing us how to do these things and how to show up in those spaces to properly explore those types of uh, concepts in our experience here.
0: That's so beautiful.
1: <laughs> awesome. Uh, so we're also going to talk about the um, Polaris or Polarins, depending on how you want to say it. Um, so Polaris are seen as the loyalists and um they can be so loyal to the people that they love and very protective and very um just in the spaces wanting to be a part of everything about them they want to be a part of their healing their um expansion their everything they want to just be like kind of woven into someone else's experience that they care about so as a healer the loyalists are teaching us that it's okay to have community it's okay to be a part of something it's okay to have um to be loyal to something, even when things get hard, to heal those parts of ourselves that are um, afraid of being a part of something and fear of getting hurt before, the Plarens are really beautiful at just showing us the safety that can be found when we heal those parts of ourselves. Um, It's really interesting now that I'm saying this, um, I've never talked about the Plarens in that way before. So that's something that's coming through literally right now. Um, so that's really, really awesome. Um, if no one knows, I basically, I can communicate with the different races and they give me information as we talk. So thank you, Polarins, for that little bit of, (laughs) a little bit of love and expansion there too. So
0: yeah, um, that'll help you for your Akashic (laughs) readings.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it's definitely a big perk for sure. (laughs) Uh, all right. So we also have the Pleiadians. So we actually, this is interesting, we moved the Pleiadians from a different um, archetype um, right before we actually launched this course for a reason. We kind of felt into the Pleiadian energy a little bit more and they feel more like the mothers of earth. They're really here supporting us and helping us to understand that we are safe in this space and that there's expansion available to us, really helping us to heal the fears around exploring the cosmos and being open to these things. Um, Pleiadians literally are one of the most well-known star nations that you can find. Um, and being them, this mother, very divine feminine archetype, they're bringing those codes of healing and automatically thinking of that, that mother energy of being held and supported and loved in all of this. A lot of people on earth, for example, have mother wounds and they have um, strained relationships with their parents. So archetypes like the play or the groups like the Pleideans can be very helpful in showing us that there is still enough love and healing available to us that we can bring that into our own experience that we don't have to receive it from somebody else. We can give it to ourselves. And that's just a really beautiful part of their experience here as star season, as star nation on earth.
0: Yeah. That's so powerful. How do you see, um, both Polaris and the Pleiades, you know the star seeds from there. Where do you see kind of not their downfall, but like their biggest lessons? Um, so, like for the Polaris, just being so loyal, is there a big lesson there in letting go? And then at the same time for the Pleiades, is that actually a lesson to experience the mother womb to come back to that part of yourself? Mm. Is it common, do you see that? Uh, with polarins,
1: the biggest thing is they're so loyal that they will stay in a situation that's actually not good for them. So in everything that we learn on earth school, it's about duality here. Now in the universal concepts, they don't believe in duality or they don't really follow that. It's all, everything is unity consciousness, but on earth we follow, um, play, like, uh, duality consciousness. So the duality of being loyal to somebody to really being supportive and and holding them in their spaces is that you can also hurt yourself Mm -hmm. by staying in a situation that is no longer of your highest good or for supporting for you. So they kind of have to learn the lesson of seeing situations and not always being so consumed by someone else's experience and being consumed with their own experience instead. So really making sure that they're focusing on themselves, self-care, doing things like that is a big part of the player and experience. So they're kind of here teaching us that um, we need to take care of ourselves just as much as we take care of other people as well. Now with the Pleiadians, for example, um, one of the things that like trying to like think of a way to explain this it's, it's not necessarily having to do with, um, coming back to yourself as like mothering yourself or that experience in that way. A lot of Pleiadians, um, they understand how earth wants like this quick fix on things. So they try to show us the quick fix. Um, and oftentimes we have to slow it down and come into our own healing in a, in divine timing, instead of finding the point A to point B kind of thing. So Pleiadians can give us that, that mothering, that supportive energy and all of that, but they also want to do it as fast as possible. And as humans in these human bodies with the four densities, we have to do it more slowly in other places because they know how fast it can be. We have to figure out how to do it here. Um, So it's kind of finding those, the, the sweet spot between healing those d- deep places and finding the path to healing that we, that is comfortable for each of us. Um, that's probably the biggest, the differences and kind of lessons that they bring for us here, that it can't be too fast. We actually have to settle in and actually heal it in a way that is healthy and also not just pushing us into places that we're not uncomfortable with.
0: Yeah, it definitely makes sense because, I mean, if you look at, just these four that we've gone over so far, everybody listening can probably relate to at least one of these. And that goes back again to like, you don't have to be actually embodying these actual star nations. Your soul doesn't have to be from here to experience this, but that's the whole purpose of being a star seed from these different nations, because you bring these lessons, you anchor down more of this healing energy for everybody who is experiencing this. And and this course is going to be teaching so much more of it to understand your journey, no matter where you are, if you're an earth seed, no matter what, um, it's just really, it's so powerful and okay. I'm just going to let you keep going. (laughs) You're on
1: a roll. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what you were just saying really brought up this really beautiful imagery for me of like a bunch of different people putting a puzzle together. So say if me and you are putting a puzzle together, Um, and you put, I'm, I'm working on this one corner of the piece, but you have the piece that I need and you put it into that spot and you create this wholeness for me that I've been looking for. You are bringing that piece and I'm sorry, it's making me emotional. Um, (laughs) that's literally the whole point of this is that we are all these pieces to the puzzle and that we are bringing all of these things together to create a whole picture of harmony and expansion and love and support in this space of learning and shifting. So like we're all literally bringing these pieces to each other so that we can find the wholeness that we search for, even though we are already whole, humans see themselves as different and separate. So because we are technically uh, alien soul in a human body, we have to have that human aspect and really, Um, embrace our humanness to be able to really show up fully. Um, So yeah, that, sorry, Um, that just really got me because it was just like, holy shit, like everyone's bringing all these pieces and the thing that I'm working on and they have these pieces for me. So I'm able to learn from them and they're able to learn from me. And it's just this amazing community um, available, literally right outside our doors. We're all here. We just have to find each other and bring it all together.
0: Exactly. And this course is really going to help provide those specific tools for each archetype. There are embodiment practices, empowerment practices, meditations that are literally um, you know, showing you where the puzzle pieces are in your life so that, so that you can do that yourself. Of course, you know, this whole entire program is a puzzle piece in itself, but um, yeah, we're, oh, it could just keep going on, but you know, we're yeah. not trying to go into everything in the course right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, so I just thought about this too, with each of the different types of star nations, you might be able to find traits in them that remind you of people in your life. And you might be able to bring them activations to awaken their own star seed DNA, to be able to show up better in their lives. This is not just about people have to come to us for these activations. You have the ability to activate anyone in your life. And that is a big part of this. When you see these amazing traits and things like that, and we'll talk about a group uh, later on <laughs> called the Mentanka who are like the cheerleaders. You can be that for somebody else and say, I see this in you, you have this ability and that might spark them to then expand into something else. So if you see someone who embodies the healer archetype, tell them, show them how beautiful their experience is and how, how they're showing up. And it might literally change their freaking life because they never saw those aspects of themselves before. Yeah. So anyways. All right. Wormhole <laughs> back. Got it. Um okay. <laughs> so we have two more that are part of the healer archetype. Um, the first one we're gonna talk about is the spica um or spiceans, if you want to uh <laughs> say it that way as well. So we call them the shadow healers. So spicans um are basically they're usually born into really tumultuous situations, very traumatizing lives. They come into those experiences to be able to show how to transmute that energy and to heal those experiences. That's literally why they chose that to basically be an example of how to work through the shadow side, the traumas that we've gone through and give you tools and tips and tricks on how to be okay and to show up still embodied and full of the ways and pieces that you need for your life. Um, I am Spicken. Um, and my childhood was tumultuous AF and I've gone through a lot of other crap. Um, but I'm, it, I feel like having that ability really has enabled me to show up in my own work in that way too. Um, because shadow work is a big part of everything that we need to be doing. It's not all light. Remember duality. There has to be the balance of that light concept. And our shadow side is so important to be a recognizing because those are the things that we've pushed away that we don't see as good enough, that we don't want to look at all of our traumas and our experiences. Um, But those are literally have made who we are today. If we didn't have those pieces and those experiences, we wouldn't be able to show up in any of the work that we're doing in the way that we are doing it because it helps to braid and weave our frequency in a different way. So I personally feel like, and I know Sarah feels this way, that shadow work is a huge aspect of any type of healing journey. Um, And a lot of that shadow stuff is pushed to the side in a lot of the communities. So the spickens um, can really help us to show up in that shadow work and dive deeper into seeing that our traumas are not a bad thing. They literally help us to create a life that we feel is ours because of the things that we've gone through.
0: Exactly. And, and like you said, the whole point of this journey in this life is to come out of that duality concept and come into unity and unity consciousness that's the whole ascension process right mm-hmm. but we can't do that we can't just be all light and love i mean that's beautiful that's that's that can be powerful but at the same time if you're not acknowledging the opposite end of duality then you are imbalancing the scales even more and doing more damage mm-hmm. and so creating that balance and that's really that wholeness we can call it you unity but it's it's just wholeness it's just you know, I don't want to say completion because we are always evolving and always learning yeah. until we're back to source. Right. But <laughs> yeah, that, that shadow work is so important. And, and the Spickens are such a beautiful example of that.
1: Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Uh, so the last, uh, star nation in the healers is the mission realmers, and those are literally the angelic realms. So these are angels embodied. Hi, Sarah. Uh, <laughs> she's a mission realmer on earth here. Um, and we call them the divine balancers because they literally come here to be the balance. They come here to bring the light into the darkness. Um, they do a little bit of shadow work stuff, but it's mostly their job is to literally not do, but be this healing. It's a a really amazing concept because we hear this all the time in, in our meditation practices and the spiritual community, you got to be these things. But that's a lesson for the mission realmers, the angelic realms to literally just be healing and to show up in spaces and their energy is healing. I know, for example, just being around Sarah is super calming and supportive. And I always feel like I'm like safe and secure when I'm around her. And that's a big part of that. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but.
0: (laughs) No, thank uh, you. (laughs) I received that.
1: (laughs) Uh, It's a big part of why I trust her with this work because she's bringing aspects in of just showing us how to be in this work. Um, So the angelic realms, um, they actually don't come here very often. So one of your star keepers is a very rare soul to be here. Um, So that's really exciting to me to be able to hold the space uh, in that way.
0: You're making (laughs) me clear up. And I have so many clients that, um, you know, lately, so this whole entire course has come about because of my work with the Galactic Council and they're like you have to just work directly with the star seeds in a conscious way like in an awakened in a aware way and so I'm like okay that's that's all cool and dandy. I don't know how, but thankfully this has all evolved and, um, you know, following those inner nudges. But with that has come also, if I'm in a coaching session with somebody and it comes up intuitively and their guides and spirit are giving me the green light, I just flat out tell them, Hey, you're a star seed. Like there it's like, there's not a lot of hiding, um, energy anymore. Like we're all coming out into it. And so, it's kind of like you said, if you can hold up that mirror for somebody, before I was very much against it because I was like, I don't want to awaken a part of your path that maybe you're not ready for. And so, of course, I'm always doing it. I'm always checking in and verifying okay, are you sure that this can be? And so the ones that I do tell, they're like, please tell me everything about me. (laughs) So I'm experiencing that right now. Like, go on, go on about the (laughs) mission. But that's what this course is all about. And, um, you know, even though we're teaching it, we're both learning so, so much from each other.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. As I said, we're both taking this course together as we're creating it. It's an absolutely amazing experience. And this, this course is also bringing up a lot of our own shadow work, especially with the healers being the first archetype we talk about. We're literally going through our shadow right now and creating this course together. Um, We're also going through love and support of each other. We're having compassion for each other. We're showing up in this archetype for each. I never even realized this until right now. We are literally this week. We've been doing that. We've been embodying the healer archetype and holding that space for each other and mothering when we need to, and, and supporting the shadow when we need to and being loyal to each other when we need to. All of that is
0: literally happened this week. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Every single time, you know, when I'm my computer to work on this project, I enter, like I visually enter um, the temple and I know that I'm here. And, and so everything that we're experiencing is everything that you guys are going to experience too. The things that these archetypes hold the different nations that hold, you are getting those seeds of wisdom from them and you get to do whatever you want with them. As soon as you enter the healer temple for uh, week two of the program, you are going to experience healing on so many different levels, um, Mm -hmm. whether it's through the embodiment practices or the meditations or the, the wisdom that actually happens. This cracks you open. It's the perfect... I mean, the first week is our initiation temple, but this is a perfect initiation into the rest of the archetypes of the healers, the teachers, the lighthouses, and the grid keepers. And then going forward, we have an entire temple just for starseed healing in itself because so much gets awakened yeah. in this. Yeah. And, and it's just so, so powerful. And we're so excited to have all of you come in. And so if you are interested in this, then. Just go ahead and, you know, check it out. We have it both on our websites, um, thegroveapotheca.com with Ashley Delphine, um, herascensionstory.com for my website. And um, if you are listening before September 6th, then you can sign up for the waitlist and save 20%. It's $111 off of tuition. Um, we also have three scholarships that we're giving away. So full rides for Starseed School um, that you can apply for until I think September 17th. Um, and you can do that just by going on to both of our websites. Again, there's a form that you fill out to help us get to know you a little bit better. And then, and then you've applied. Um, and yeah, it's just so exciting. <laughs> um, you, do you have anything else that you would like to share? Um, we also have payment plans, so
1: if you need to spread it out over a three-month period for the course tuition, that's definitely an option for you, uh, and we also offer reparational rates to um, the marginalized communities that we have. We want to be able to make this work as accessible as possible because it it literally has changed our lives, and we want to be able to show up in those spaces as well. Um, I'm just excited to talk more about this stuff in future podcasts, in the class, um, but yeah, so that's it that I have.
0: <laughs> awesome. So yeah, we're really, we're bringing both of our lineages, not just our star lineages, but also um the ancestral lineages that we hold, Um, the, you know, the teachings that we have gained from our teachers and, and where they originate from. We're going to be sharing all of that here um with you. And, you know, there's, We're trying to make this as beautiful and authentic as it can possibly be. And so, I mean, all the way down to you have the option to pay it forward and help somebody else pay for their own tuition. This is, we are creating a community. And so if you feel called, then just check us out. You can also check us out on Instagram at her Ascension Story for me at the Grove Apotheca for Ashley Delphine. And we will talk to you talk with you next week um, for The Teacher Archetype. So stay tuned. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope that this episode has some way inspired you to take control, given you the tools to feel secure and on fire in your own independence, and helped to unlock within you the impact that you're here to make. You're not born with a purpose. You're born as your purpose. It's already inside of you, and it's your responsibility in this life to live that in the truest way possible. If you've gotten any sort of value out of this episode, please share it so that we can together expand our inspiration and our impact in this world.